Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Credence's real mother. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Kara Roman. Thank you, Kara. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kara. That was such a weird way to say her last name. I would agree. Oh, we have a teacher at our school whose last name is Roman. I thought it would be Roman. Roman Roman looks like Roman to me. Roman. Oh, well, she spells it that way and she pronounces it Roman. (laughs) Well, this one might not. Kara might not. Well, write to us and tell me. Either way. I hope I'm right. So you all can just. We covered all our bases. Okay. Today we will be discussing chapter two of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Scar. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. Details? <laughs> Beef details. Details. Before we begin, let's go to Megan for the weekly profit. All righty. I've got a bit of a different one this week. But people reported that Prince Charles reads Harry Potter to his grandchildren. And I thought that that was super adorable. Oh my. <laughs> Apparently he even like does the voices. That's what the article said. He'll like do different voices for the characters and he like reads them a chapter at a time. That's pretty cute. I love that. That's cute. They could listen to us though, you know. I'm just oh saying. They could. <laughs> Wouldn't you like so, die? So, yes. The royal family <laughs> is on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> royal member. One million a month. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> I guess Um, his wife, Camilla, like, there's a new documentary coming out for his 70th birthday, mm -hmm. or it did come out a couple days ago, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, where she, like, is talking about his interactions with the kids, and she says he reads Harry Potter, and he can do all the different voices, and I think the children really appreciate that. That's cute. really cute. Yeah. I would and it also says the that the royals have shown interest in Harry in the Harry Potter franchise in the past, making a visit in 2013 to the studio tour in London. Uh, Kate, who was pregnant then with Prince George and Prince William, even got into a wand duel and checked out Diagon Alley with Prince Harry. <laughs> I oh, like I remember that, that picture. Yeah. What a and fake then, 
Um, <laughs> Pottermore, Pottermore points out that Kate and William's six-month-old son, Prince Louis's name bears significance to a beloved redheaded family in the Harry Potter universe. Louis Arthur Charles, you were named after three iconic Weasleys. Hashtag royal baby name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So yeah, I just thought that that was something cute. That is adorbs. I love that, like, that was in people magazine like <laughs> i know uh people has a whole section on the royals just so everybody knows who cares hmm. i'm all about them i could give or take them all about them royals <laughs> just mm-hmm. kidding should we insert that um that royal song what's that girl's name my lord yeah <laughs> yep sure I the lyrics. anyway i would sing it but i forget the lyrics all right, are we ready to mosey on with our episode? Yeah. Yeah, if you're ready. I'm are ready. You, look at me, Katie. <laughs> it's time for the <laughs> recap. <laughs> All right, guys. We are starting. No, we started last what? time. A brand new book. <laughs> um, so we started out differently than we have in any other Harry Potter book before. And... Uh, we have some perspective from some dude named Frank. And we learn some basic backstory on the Riddle family. Poor Frank overhears a conversation between Voldemort and Wormtail. They're plotting murder. And poor Frank meets his end. So, I feel Frank. like Frank should get a little bit more respect than some dude named Frank. Oh, you're <laughs> a little sensitive today. Frank Red Hat. <laughs> Frank Red Hat. If I call you some dude... That probably means I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, my. <That's> truth. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So we're back at Privet Drive, sadly. Um, <laughs> only it means that Harry's still alive, which is a good thing, you know? So he's woken up with a burning scar. Uh, he goes over the dream that he had with himself because <laughs> he has no friends with him. And he thinks he needs to talk to somebody. And what's really sad, he's like, oh, I could really use a parent in this moment. Oh, they're dead. So he recaps the events that have taken place before and uh, who he should write to. So he makes a serious choice to write to his godfather. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, Your dog just like grumbled. He's he like, did. Oh. He was not a fan of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh. I was just like, Sarah, stop it. <laughs> okay. So back at Privet Drive, apparently friendless and parentless, <laughs> according to Sarah. <laughs> Harry awoke with a start because he had a very vivid dream and his scar was burning as if someone pressed a white hot wire to his skin. That description like makes my skin crawl because Mm -hmm. that like you ever burn yourself Mm -hmm. and it's like it it literally I know it's weird to associate like a color with it, but it's like that white hot burning feeling. And I can't imagine that on your thin little forehead, you know, what if he's a thick little forehead? He doesn't. (laughs) Foreheads are thin. Does he have a five head? That's not kind. Well, he might. Though. He might. That means you have a big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Do you okay. think that foreheads are called foreheads because they're the width of four fingers? I don't usually? know. That's what I've always seen. Tiffany, yours or is, is the width like, of three of your fingers. Or is it because it's like the forefront of your face? Oh, that probably makes more the sense. The four of your head. <laughs> Learn to think. Oh, my gosh. Sure. I would think so. That is the first thing that you would come in contact with. Your schnoz? Yeah, your, your nose. Mm. Why isn't the nose called the forehead? 
Okay, we can. Well, what was your fourth <laughs> called? Let's talk about Harry Potter and his dream. <laughs> I, I am. Okay. So he grabs his glasses and he can finally see that his bedroom is glowing orange. Nice. From the street lamp outside. The pain in his scar was lingering and he goes to the mirror and Joe begins her hairy recap. Oh my God, double recap. Please read this word for word. Yeah. No, I will not. Oh, do it, and then you can tell what you're going to say. Okay, so he has green eyes, black hair, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> I don't know. He's gangly and all that kind of jazz. You know, the usual stuff that Joe goes yeah. through. I mean, by this point, we know what he looks like. It's book four. Yeah. We've been around the block <laughs> a few times. Few Nobbly three. knees, guys. Nobbly <laughs> knees. His mother's eyes. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard that one before. Nope. <laughs> I know it's new. I made it up. Okay. <laughs> so he begins to recall um, his two real dream, two people he knew and one that he didn't. So I wanted to kind of read a smidge from the chapter about his dream. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. The dim picture of a darkened room came to him. There had been a snake on the hearth rug, a small man called Peter, nicknamed Wormtail, and a cold, high-pitched voice. The voice of Lold... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Voldemort. Harry felt as though an ice cube had slipped down into his stomach at the very thought. Um, So that's not fun, right? (laughs) You know what I love about Joe, though? Like... You don't think about feelings you feel in your body, like mm-hmm. how to describe them. Mm-hmm. But when you read that, you instantly know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Like the white yeah. hot wire, the ice cube slipping down into it. Like this, these are very descriptive things about, right. you know, emotions. And I really, really like that. Good point, Katie. <laughs> Thank you. You're like, about emotions. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just was funny the way you said it. I didn't know I said it that way. I was probably trying to speak correctly since apparently I can't talk today. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just think about how he's feeling. Mm. His arch nemesis, his enemy, is back officially. Well, but like he doesn't know that for sure. But I, like he is thinking about the fact that he's like he heard that prophecy from Trelawney. But I think it's one of those things where like in the back of his mind he knows that he's back, but he doesn't really want to believe it yet. So not until the end of the book when we see all those things happen, he's like, oh, shoot, mm, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you want to believe it's not true. You want to believe it's just a dream. Like, he just wants to believe it's just a dream. Yeah, the but, scar's not really hurting. But you have to believe, you have to think like Harry Potter thinks. Harry Potter is always um, trying to be one step ahead. He's always trying to save the day, right? He always acts before he the thinks. Next. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. But I so think- I think that just like showing the dream no. in five with the snake and Arthur. I'm going to, I'm close to you. I will hurt you. <laughs> I think the difference between those two dreams though is like in five, he knew about, he at least caught on more so about his connection to Voldemort mm-hmm. than he does at this time. Yeah. But I think in his heart, just because he's not like physically acting like, okay, let's get everybody together make a plan. Let's defeat him. He knows in his gut that this is real. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I agree to that to a point, but I also think part of him, because he's still a young kid, mm-hmm. and I know how I would react in the situation, being like, deep down I know that he's back, and I know that like, but you would everything's going to change. But I'm, I'm 
hoping against hope and being like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Myself. Deep down, he knows it's real, but yeah, he's going to try every outlet to try and prove that it's not. That's are you, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> are you guys dance. arguing that about something you agree? <laughs> um, we're, we're arguing about how like, we agree. Yes. He's <laughs> hoping that it's not true. But in the back of his mind, he's like, nah, bro, it's real. Like, that's what I said. It's real to us. That's also what I said. But that's what I said. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just I think that really days. Katie and I are the ones that are right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd yeah. you say? Mm-hmm. What you said. Yeah. So we're all saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, let's Harry move Potter's on. Harry a wizard. That's <laughs> a wizard. All right. Um, so he continues to try and, quote, see what his dream was putting his head in his hands. Voldemort and Wormtail had been discussing someone they had killed and about another murder to make killing Harry. And I'm going to say it again. If I've not said it a thousand times, Harry Potter is a wizard is a seer. Have you said it before? Not of the future, but of the current. Aren't we all? I think that what you're really trying to say is that Harry Potter is a Horcrux. No. <laughs> that can see <laughs> into Voldemort currently. <laughs> no, he did not have Voldemort's view. Exactly. Ma'am. That's what I don't understand. Me so he's either. having a dream yeah. about being a, he's completely, a fly on the wall. Yes. So how does that work if he's supposed to see through Voldemort? Valdi's a little baby in a chair. He didn't see through Voldemort in the fifth movie. That was Nagini. Also but a Horcrux. Nagini is attached to part of Part of Voldemort. And at this point, is she? She's not a Horcrux yet, correct? No, no. Uh, yeah, no. she she is because um, it wasn't that Bertha, Bertha Jorkins was what? But isn't made she Nagini still alive? Because he Bertha even Bertha Jorkins is not alive. No, Bertha Jorkins. They talked about killing her in the last chapter. Yeah, she's dead. It's true, but whatever. I just because, don't because we also she's not. He's not seeing through Nagini's eyes either. I'm just he's saying. seeing it as like a third party person. He sees the snake. He sees Frank. He sees the room. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's still the connection. That's what I'm going with. You know what it's I say to odd. that? Agree to disagree and we'll see you <laughs> on the other side of this podcast. He just doesn't ever do that like again. We don't know. It doesn't matter. Put it in there. Like Trelawney. Comes and goes, man. <laughs> She's real. <laughs> I just, I, that's what I don't understand. Like how I would, I agree that I think he's somewhat of a seer because, and well, I don't want, I don't want to say that. Cause that's going to talk about crimes. Like and I don't want yes, to don't do that. that. But, um, I, I think that the way that he sees and has the dream and like, he's had other dreams before mm-hmm. that mean things, you Flashes know what I mean? Flashes of green light. Mm-hmm. And like he's, he was there so I can get that. But this part, he's not seeing through Voldemort. He's not seeing through Nagini. Like he's like his own self in the house. Yeah. Well, I guess kind of, you know what I mean? He's like a third person. Yeah. No, I'm thinking point of, of view. what I said about seeing in the current, but I don't know. There's just something different about him in that kind of realm. You know, and those of you who don't remember what a seer is, it's a gifted witch or wizard that has the ability to see into the future with their inner eye. But I'm saying Harry's inner eye might be for the current. It might be one of a kind. And maybe, maybe it does. I mean, I would assume like, as we talked about, like later on, he doesn't um, have any visions or whatever. 
I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> but maybe it does have something to do with the Horcrux, and when the Horcrux is gone, like maybe that's a part of Voldemort that Voldemort can see things as well. True, it could be mm. one of his abilities. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess we'll never know unless we get the uh, novel from his point Someone of view. Someone asked me, they're like, "Oh, so have you met J.K. Rowling?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I have not met her. But we write to her. They're like, you should make her listen. I'm like, how am I supposed to make her listen to our podcast? No. Oh, my goodness. Okay. We're not that. We're not those types of people meeting J.K. Rowling. I wish. Yeah. It would be really cool. So, listeners, tell me uh, what you think. Am I, am I grasping at straws here? Yeah. Well, I want to hear your <laughs> theories. Like, how, how did he see it? You, there's just something different about this kid, you know? That's Scar. Mm-hmm. So, Harry, uh, he stares around his bedroom, and many things about Harry Potter were extraordinary, and I think he's a seer, so that's one of them, but in his room, um, I don't know what I wrote here, a wooden something, revealing Trust. a cult, maybe. Oh, maybe the wood on his floor? Could be. He picks it up? Yeah. I don't know. There's a cauldron, a broomstick, a black robes, and spell books parchment, an empty owl cage for little Miss Hedwig. And on the floor was a book that he had been reading. Men in bright orange robes were chasing a red ball. One of the wizards in the picture. I know, right? One of the wizards in the picture um, scored when he picked it up. And I thought that was pretty cool. I like that. A wooden trunk. A wooden trunk. Okay. Um, And the book is Flying with Cannons. And so if you go to the Harry Potter lexicon, the Chudley Cannons are an English Quidditch team based in Chudley, I guess. It's a muggle town. Muggles. Um, their robes are orange. Their logo is two black seas and a speeding cannonball. The club motto is we shall conquer. And let's all just keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best. <laughs> you could also say their motto is orange, you glad you saw us lose. You can also say this the Browns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're a dork. The Cannons won the league 21 times, and their last time winning the league was in oh, way back in 1892. And they also won, oh, that's a typo, the league in 1873. And a disillusioned fan is selling a souvenir medal from that game. Interesting. Hmm. Thank you, Lexicon. There's a bunch of other interesting facts there. Isn't it also Ron's favorite team? Tis. Tis. And you can find I think that Ron got him that book. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. I do believe. I like this next part. So Joe goes on to write, Perfect Drive was as normal as ever, and not even a cat was about. And I said, throwback to McGonagall lurking in Sorcerer's Stone. McG. Hello, McG. What a pretty kitty. Why did I put this here? <laughs> because I believe that he got that Ch- that Chudley Cannon's book for Christmas from Ron. Oh, there it is. Thank you for reading my brain. Yep. I'm assuming that yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, she put in a, a link for Pottermore features the best and worst Christmas gifts Harry Potter ever received. There it is. Flying with Cannons from Ron, an informative book stuffed with thrilling facts about the UK Quidditch team, the Chudley Cannons. Dog biscuits from Aunt Marge were one of the worst. Or best, depending on if you have a pooch. A quality pooch? pooch That would be more so a gift for your dog and not you, though. So I think either way, it would kind of suck. If I got you a gift for your dog, would you be upset, Tiffany? No. See? 
Dog biscuits don't taste that bad. But it would okay. be, Katie, but would it be on your right best you gift list? You won't eat popcorn list? off the counter, but you'll certainly eat a dog biscuit. <laughs> I've eaten a milk bone or two in my lifetime. Or two? <laughs> what made you go back for seconds? What's happening right now? What's I've your eaten a milk flavor? bone before. Thank Why? you. Why? Why not? Because I wanted to know what it tasted like. It's really not that bad. I no. gave it to my dog all Megan the time when I was little. Megan is the weirdest human because there are things I can say that I'm not going to because she's like, oh, I just wanted to know what it was like. <laughs> You're an adventurous girl and I like it. <laughs> Thanks. Megan's like, what are, you, what are you even talking about, Sarah? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it looks like a cookie. Okay. It's I'm going to buy and green. beef jerky oh. and... I'm going to mix it all with dog jerky and I'm going to see if you can point out which is the human consumption <laughs> jerky and which is the dog. She says no. Okay. It's green. Alrighty. <laughs> so, unfortunately, guys, my part is um, pretty short and pretty boring because it's just a recap of the first It's a what? Three books. It's yeah, a what? Tiffany, do it for me. We have no. another another I want you to do it. Another <laughs> I don't do it good. People don't want me to do it. Okay, thank you. Um, So, again, we learn that the Dursleys are Harry's only living relatives. What? Yep. I know this is all new information for us here. Okay. (laughs) Did you speak? They're muggles. No, but it made me think of that Friends episode when, like, Phoebe has to fake that she, like, didn't know. This is brand new New information. information. You're right. (laughs) Uh, They hate magic. Did you guys know that? I didn't. Because they're horrible people. Thank you for filling me in. I like this line, though, that says, which meant that Harry was about as welcome in their house as dry rot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she just, like, imagine her sitting, writing this book. <laughs> what can it be? What can Do you it think she be? Dry rot. Dry <laughs> rot. She ever chuckled to herself while oh, she yeah. was writing? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I laugh oh, at yeah. these books out loud. My aunt was over the other day when I was reading. She goes, what are you laughing at? I'm like, the book's funny. <laughs> I'm sure she laughed a lot when she wrote, like, Ron's lines. And then I had a point yeah. that I'm like, well, I've read this before. So, like, but it's still funny. Bloody <laughs> No hell. shame in multiple laughs. Uh, alrighty. So they would... Um, Explain Harry's long absences, telling everybody that he went to St. Brutus's Secure Center for Incurably Criminal Boys, because mm. Harry is such a horrible person. He is. He is. He's the worst. Dry rot, man. Dry, Dry rot. rot. Go Dry Voldemort. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this also makes me sad, though, because this kind of goes back to the fact that he wished that he had parents at this moment when he woke mm. up. So he said... Uh, he was never able to confide in them or tell them anything about his life in the wizarding world. And the very idea of going to them when they awoke and telling them about his scar hurting him and about his worries about Voldemort was laughable. Yes. Awful. You know what that makes me think, though? Like, think of the times pre him realizing he was a wizard. Like, kids get sick. And, like, what's the first thing you want, or first thing, first person you want when you're sick, even as a grown adult, like, you want your mom. Yep. So, yeah. like, he's a little kid and he's sick. You know they didn't care. And he slept on, in a cot underneath stairs. True. So he's probably sick all the time. Yeah. Just sad, man. That's sad. Yeah. Harry also points out here that it's because of Voldemort that he has to live here in the first place. Because, and it's also uh, why he has his lightning scar on his forehead. And it's also why he doesn't have parents. Why? Voldemort. 
What do you do? It doesn't say. It Stab just him. says. Joe, I'll never know. Oh, oh, here it says. It says, Harry had been a year old the night that Voldemort had gone and killed his parents. Oh, thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. He the was the around. most powerful dark wizard for a century. A century. Which, I don't know. I feel like Grindelwald's more powerful than Voldemort. Well, we can't talk about that right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> in my opinion, like, from the first movie on. You I agree. I think we, he's worse. What if we had celebrity death match and we could pin them against each other? I think yes. Grindelwald would win. I'd have to think well, about Grindelwald it. Well, Grindelwald doesn't win. We know that. Between <laughs> No, between Voldemort and Grindelwald? Oh, at their right. Primes. You're at their prime. Yeah. You're like, no, we know that he doesn't win. Yes, I know this. <laughs> but, because I think he's more global. You know what I mean? Mm. Grindelwald is. Mm-hmm. I agree. He's a global thinking guy. Voldemort's just like London, man. Gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> All right. So uh, he'd killed his mother and father, and then he had gone to try and kill Harry, as maybe maybe some of you didn't know, but he tried to, and the curse rebounded. This is crazy. Rebounded. I know. So then Harry survived with nothing but the lightning-shaped cut on his forehead, and Voldemort had been reduced to something barely alive. We know and that, that my like. friends, is how Harry Potter had become famous. Thank you, Megan. But I bet you yes. that he survived more with just the scar on his head. He probably still had the clothes he had, was wearing in his diaper. True. No, Avada Kedavra just blasts him off. He was naked. Hold on, guys. There's there's more recap. Whoa. Okay. There's more. Okay. Harry discovers he's a wizard when he's eleven. <laughs> yeah. Har- Haggard comes and tells him. But what is a wizard? Uh. But now it says. Harry arrived at Hogwarts to find that heads turned and whispers followed him everywhere he went. But he was used to it now, and at the end of this summer, he'd be starting his fourth year at Hogwarts, and Harry was already counting the days until he'd be back at the castle again. There was still a fortnight to go, which is two weeks. I had to look that up. <laughs> these books taught me that. You didn't I didn't know that? that up this time. If I, I learned that from back. If I'm not going to lie, oh, Unexpected didn't... Podcast really? taught me what that was because I really had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany just said the same thing. I learned that in like, oh, grade really? school, I think. No, yeah, Ezra and Lane taught me that. Thanks, guys. I don't know guys. who those people are. Um, so, yeah, and then uh, it goes on to the yellow color. Katie talks about the next part. Oh, yellow. Yellow. Oh, I just wanted to say really quick that I always, I love how Joe recaps like that. Like, I know that it's kind of silly and redundant. Like, we're on the fourth book. We know these things. But it's just a way to, like, bring it all together again and make sure that you understand where you're at in the story. Because when these books were coming out, there were long gaps and maybe people hadn't read them again before. I know that most fans probably did do rereads before, but maybe some people didn't. Yes, Sarah? Um, I agree with you. And I, cause I, in the middle of the book, um, and I forget which part it was, cause she does a really good job of like doing it, not in a, like, here's a recap, but like, oh, you know, this, and then kind of easing you into a, oh, remember. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about that cause I'm like, oh my yeah. God, that is true. Like, not that I forgot whatever. I don't even remember. Clearly I forget it now, but, um, I just appreciate the way that she does it where she's like subtly giving yeah. you a recap to remind you of we- your memory. Mm-hmm. We were just listening. Uh, we just went grocery shopping before we recorded, and we were listening to Gobble to Fire, and she did it a little bit in the one chapter when just talking about Sirius, and Harry says, I wish I could have become an Animagus, and then she, like, explains what that is again, but, like, very briefly. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, an Animagus is someone mm-hmm. who can turn into an animal. 
I don't know. Just in case you forgot. But, I mean, doing, like, a first read-through, some people might forget that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm just kidding. It's helpful. And it fits well here because that's because we're like reading Harry's thoughts and he probably is thinking of all those things. Maybe he's just kind of thinking back. I mean, if I was Harry, I'd brood on that stuff a lot. I think you can't avoid it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially because Voldemort is literally in his face. In his head. (laughs) Yes. Mm. True. Yeah, he's not not in his head face. (laughs) On his head. In his mind. Oh my god. You're welcome. <laughs> so Harry starts to think about what would his two best friends say if he decided to write the write to them about his scar hurting. Do the voices. So, I don't know if I can. Yes, you can. Oh, I, I can do Hermione as like Jim Dale. You can do Hermione if you want. <laughs> um, so I figured I would read these quotes from the books because they just get the characters so well. And it is kind of a recap, so we're being, like, reintroduced to Hermione and Ron. It's a what? Just kind of nice. A recap Yeah, Katie. <laughs> At once, Hermione's Grange- Hermione Granger's voice seemed to fill his head, shrill and panicky. Your scar hurt? Harry! That's really serious. <laughs> Write to Professor Dumbledore, and I'll go and check common magical ailments and afflictions. Maybe there's something in there about cursed scars. Nice. Yes, that would be Hermione's advice. Go straight to the headmaster of Hogwarts, and in the meantime, consult a book. <laughs> so Harry doubts a book can help him at the moment, because he's literally the only person in documented history to have survived the killing curse. So, Hermione, sorry. Don't think that's going to work. Um, so now he thinks about, well, what if I tell Dumbledore? Um, and he actually pauses to think... Well, what does Dumbledore do during the summer holidays? So he, like, pictures him, like, on a beach, rubbing <laughs> some lotion on his nose, like, just chilling. That broken like, nose. Do your ever thought, do, like, do your thoughts ever do this? And, like, the fact that she is, like, putting this into book form, like, sometimes you'll sit there and you'll be thinking about something. And then, you know, who knows? He could have been thinking, like, oh, my scar hurt. And now all of a sudden he's envisioning Dumbledore on a beach. Like, my mind does that kind of stuff all the time, and I'm like, hold on, where? how did I get here? Mm-hmm. And, like, this is all happening within seconds in my mind, but, like, we're reading it in book form, and I love it. Yeah, I do that, too, and then I try and, like, jump backwards to figure out how I got <laughs> to what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens often in the shower. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that's when you have, like, time to just, like, I mean, you're by yourself in the shower, so your mind just, like, wanders. True. And then you're like, whoa, how did I get to, I don't even know. Right. <laughs> Dumbledore with sunscreen on his nose. Yeah. On the beach. Yep. Makes me but he does picture fun. him in full length wizard robes and a pointed <laughs> hat. So not in swim trunks. See, my mind, I just pictured him in trunks right now. Me too. Now. I, yeah, me too. Like Merlin from, uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. the shorty trunks. And I think they're super yeah. bright, like floral patterned trunks. Yeah. But yeah. they're really short ones. Yep. They're not the long ones. They're not. He's not wearing a Speedo. They're the shorty trunks. And his beard is like. Do you think he has a man bun? so long. A what? A man bun? He can man bun (laughs) on the beach. It's warm. But I also envision an umbrella drink. Mm. Yeah. Some half moon shades. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And a really cute towel. (laughs) Do you think it would be a switch and flick towel? I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Or a Florence towel. The Florence one, yes. Him and Florence are better best friends. You can find these all at swishwithx.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do my usual request and be and say, please, someone draw Dumbledore on the beach enjoying himself with mm. a umbrella drink. Thank you. And a Florence towel. Shorty short and a trunks, floral pattern, please. Bright colors. Yes. Half moon shades. Thank you. 
Maybe his hat, instead of a pointed wizard hat, it'd be one of those umbrella hats. Yes. Yes. I like it. A rainbow umbrella hat. Yes. (laughs) I agree. So uh, back to the book. Thank you, Harry, for taking us on that tangent. Um, So what would he possibly say to Dumbledore? Dear Professor Dumbledore, sorry to bother you, but my scar hurt this morning. Yours sincerely, (laughs) Harry Potter. Okay, thanks, bye. (laughs) And he even points out to himself, inside his head, the words sounded stupid. (laughs) Um, So then he finally comes to Ron. So Ron's red hair and long-nosed, freckled face seem to swim before Harry, wearing a bemused expression. Your scar hurt, but, but you know who can't be near you now, can he? I mean... You'd know, wouldn't you? He'd be trying to do you in again, wouldn't he? <laughs> I don't know, Harry. Maybe cursed scars always twinge a bit. I'll ask Dad. So Harry's like, uh, I don't think Mr. Weasley like really has any particular expertise in curses. Um, and he didn't like the idea of any of the Weasleys thinking he was getting jumpy about a few mm. moments' pain. It's mm-hmm. like, Harry, this is a big deal. This is your scar. Like, your scar hurts when Voldemort's close. This isn't just some twinge of pain. Um, and he knows Mrs. Weasley would fuss worse than Hermione. Mm-hmm. And he even, like, thinks Fred and George would think that he was losing his nerve. So talk about peer pressure I think and how he, much he I admires think... them. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Um, I don't think Fred and George would think he was losing his nerve. I think uh, Harry always wants to seem strong and doesn't want to seem like, you know, he's lacking anything. I think Fred and George would be like... Oh, okay. Like, how can we help you feel better? Let's try and figure this out because they are essentially their older brothers to him, just like they are to Ron. I think they would yeah. make fun of him, but like oh. in a brotherly way that they make fun of each other. You know what I mean? Like when Jenny was going through all her things, because that's how they cheer her up. Because that's like mm. how they, um, yeah, how they you know yeah. What to do. I could so see that, but maybe he just know. doesn't want that to happen because he's probably not used to that. You know what I mean? Like. My family very much does that. So, like, if someone... <laughs> Tiffany's face. Um, so, some people, like, think that, like, me making fun of them, like, oh, she must hate me. Like, not that I make fun of people, but I, I mean... We jab. But people think that, like, oh, they must hate each other. No, like, that's just how we joke around. That's how my family is. Like, it's, literally it's very much, like, our loving way. People thought about us. Um, <laughs> and, if like... I can't, if I can't make fun of you, but, like, we can't be friends. Right. Because right. we always... <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, out of love. It's one of those things like, right. you know, if I don't talk to you, that means I don't like you kind of thing, you know? Sure. Yep. That's why I don't talk to you, Tiffany. There's a pooch here. <laughs> a quality Hello, pooch. Fozzie. He's just so cute. So on top of all that, Ron had also mentioned um, that Harry should come to stay with him for that summer. And he had mentioned the Quidditch World Cup. And the last thing he wanted was to have a visit to the wheel. To the Weasleys be plagued about the questions. wheelies. The wheelies no be plagued with questions about his scar. It's mm. all I got. Well, all right. Let's get serious. He doesn't care. <laughs> Fozzie just let out a huge yawn. Like, oh, he Sarah's really talking. hates Sarah's serious jokes. <laughs> he, he's sick of me. Let's just be honest. He's because like, she's been here for two days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> this is the third third day this week. He's seen me. Oh, right. you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Harry's trying to figure out who he can talk to about his scar. So he admits to himself that he would really like a parent to talk to. But so we know his his are dead. Um, and it hits him. Wham. Just like, uh, you know, the band wham. <laughs> Wake me up before you go, go. <laughs> so we can talk to Sirius. And first of all, I, when I when I re- reread this, 
and being like he really wished he had a parent. Like how just sad, you know. He reminded that they're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he rushes from his bed to write a letter to Sirius to tell him what happened um, with the dream and how he woke up with this scar hurting. And then uh, we kind of go over why Sirius has been absent for most of Harry's life. So we're reminded that Her- Harry, <laughs> that Sirius has been in Azkaban, which is a wizarding prison that is guarded by those nasty Dementors. Um, they came in search for Sirius at Hogwarts last year um, after Sirius escaped. Although we know Sirius was innocent and the crime he was accused was of was actually committed by Wormtail, um, who is Voldemort's supporter who everyone thought was dead, but he's actually very much alive, sadly, and an animagus. Um, and he was Ron's pet rat for years. They snuggled. Yeah, which is like, ooh, shit. Not cool, man. Do you think Not Wormtail cool. pooped in Ron's hand? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Episode he's title. Pooped all oh, over his bed. Where does where does worm tail poop? <laughs> Dear Joe. <laughs> um, so then there's like a brief moment that Harry thought he was going to be able to live with Sirius. Um, and he like thinks about this and he's like, it was like the best moment of his life where there Ugh. about an hour of time mm. where, you know, he finds out Sirius. Well, he didn't find out then that he, he was his godfather, but he knows he's his godfather. Um, and he's like, yes, I'm going to be able to live with him. This is going to be amazing. And obviously, like, he'd be living, like, more so in the wizarding world, which for him is his happiest place next to Hogwarts because it's all, you know, interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is all shortly went away because the only proof that Sirius was innocent, a.k.a. the nasty worm tail, got away. And then Sirius had to flee with his life. Not with his life. I mean, for his life. <laughs> with Buckbeak. It had been um, extra hard to go back to the Dursleys knowing that he almost didn't have to, which like, yeah, like that, you know, your hopes are up for that time. And he's like, oh my God, I have to go back when like, you know, for that time, he's like, I never have to see them again. Yeah. Um, But the silver lining in this situation was that uh, Harry mentioned to good old Vern and Petunia that his godfather was a mass murderer. (laughs) But uh, Harry just forgot to mention that he was innocent. Well played, Harry. Well played. I'd do the same thing. So uh, he was allowed to have his school stuff out, and uh, Hagwood, Hedwig, twice wrong, Hedwig, 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 who's that your boyfriend? (laughs) 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 Who's Hedwig, your boyfriend? Um, So she wasn't, uh, didn't have to stay in her cage. So she was a happy camper as well. Um, So he had gotten two letters from Sirius, um, which were delivered by large, brightly colored tropical birds. I love that. Well, and do you think that that's toucans? I always pictured toucan Sam (laughs) dropping off some Fruit Loops. Yes. (laughs) So um, then Harry enjoyed them. He they put hold on words are coming out of my mouth and I cannot read my slow it slow it down. So Harry um, enjoyed them. They put him in the mind of white sand beaches and palm trees. And Harry hoped Sirius was enjoying his time wherever he might be. Um, Hedwig was not a fan of them. Yes. So these birds are in the magical birdie realm, right? I would assume. They ain't no regular tropical birds. Yes. So I just like to think that wherever Sirius is, the, the magical culture there uses these types of birds instead of owls. Yes. I like it. Yes, Megan. Do you think that he's in Brazil? Because we know that there's a community in Brazil because there's a school there. Mm. And there's magical communities everywhere. Yeah, like Rio. Oh, that'd be fun. So I tried to look up, speaking of these things, tried to look up like some birds. I literally tried to Google like big, colorful birds. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> so I checked to Google to, to get uh, to get to a variety, um, and then it, the one thing I got was like WorldAtlas.com, mm-hmm. and it was the I don't think it's that bird. The, no, but I am going to read them anyway. So it's the <laughs> most Tiffany, colorful like, no. birds from around the world. <laughs> so the number ten is the greater bird of paradise, which are from Papua New Guinea, um, Indonesia. And uh, the Aru, Aru Island, so it's a couple of places. Um, there's Ooh. Wilson's Bird of Paradise. That's not big enough. No, that's what I was saying. I'm like, none of these are big. Um, Splendid Fairy Wren, oh, which is else? like Australian. <laughs> the Indian um, peafowl. peafowl, which looks like a peacock. Is it a peacock? It looks like a peacock. Um, which is from South Asia, native. Like then there's lilac breasted roller. That's pretty. Those that was pretty. more. Oh, um, those are pretty. It's mm-hmm. too small though. Yes, I agree. Those are really tiny. They're from um, Africa, aren't they? Let me see what. Yep, sub-Saharan in- Africa. But I like that it's not like crazy bright. It's just and it's a couple different colors. At least the one um, here, it's pretty. What's that called? Pastels. Yes. And then this one is red bearded uh, bee eater. Too small. <laughs> okay. I'm just sorry. I feel like this would be in the Weasley family because it's red bearded. And they Aye. probably all have red beards. Um, and this lives in the Indo Malayan <gasps> uh, region of Southeast Asia. This next bird, dude. Uh, Lady Gulladinian finch. Very pretty. Gorgeous. Too small. Oh, okay. And it does say is a small, multicolored bird. I don't like yeah. birds. And a it's, lot of birds. Um, endemic to <laughs> Australia. Toucan, which, you know, we all know. I mean, I'm assuming people know what it's possible. Like. Yes. This is one of the most recognize- recognizable due to its colorful and very large bill. Um, and also known for Fruit Loops. Yes. And it's also like, from Brazil, I think, isn't it? South America, it just says. So, yeah, yeah. could be. Um, then there's Mandarian duck. No. Oh. Okay. Which is found in East Asia. And then the number <gasps> one is the Scarlet Macaw, which I think this mm. is my favorite because mm. they're beautiful. Most likely a macaw. Yeah. So it's the Scarlet Macaw is a large parrot species. Um, it can grow to 32 Again, inches. Again, South American. Yes. Inches long and weigh up to 2.2 pounds. Yeah. Which is uh, one kilogram. I'm going to say macaws. Mainly red in color. It also has blue wings with a yellow band on the upper wing. Uh, it can be found in the Amazon basin of South America and across Central America. So it prefers subtropical rainforest near rivers. I like it. So that's my, that's what my um, head canon is, that it's a macaw. Yeah, I'm going to agree. A macaw. Mm-hmm. Yes, Megan. I think that it was one macaw and one toucan. Okay. You sure. can head canon that. Yeah. She just really wants They're that toucan They're both from the same region. Cool. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Uh, and so Harry has kept his letters under the loose floorboard in his room. Um, and then as the sun was rising and he could hear his aunt and uncle, uh, sadly, you know, alive and breathing and Ooh. moving around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he rereads the letter he, um, wrote to Sirius. So I figured I shall uh, read it for, to you. So it says, <clears throat> and I quote, <laughs> dear Sirius, thank you for your last letter. That bird was enormous. It could hardly get through my window. Yeah, maybe it's not a macaw. We, how big are that his one? Maybe it's toucan. just a magical beast. I think it's a toucan. 
Things are the same as usual here. Dudley's diet isn't going too well. My aunt found him smuggling donuts into his room yesterday. They told him they'd have to cut his pocket money if he keeps doing it, so he got really angry and chucked his PlayStation out the window. That's a sort of computer thing you have. You can play games on. Bit stupid, really. Now he hasn't even got Mega Mutilation Part 3 to take his mind off things. Okay. Um, I'm okay, mainly because the Dursleys are terrified you might turn up and turn them all into bats if I asked you to. A weird thing happened this morning, though. My scar hurt again. Last time that happened, it was Lord because Lord Voldemort... Uh, it just says Voldemort. Because Voldemort was at Hogwarts. But I don't know, um, but I don't reckon he can be anywhere near me now. Can he? Do you know if cursed scars sometimes hurt years afterwards? I'll send this with Hedwig when she gets back. She's off hunting at the moment. Say hello to Buckbeak for me. Harry. I just want to point out that uh, it says two cans get up to as big as 29 inches. Weren't them a cost like 32? 32, yeah. Okay. What are, what are uh, two cans? 29. Oh, so they're both big birds. Yeah, but it can't get through the <laughs> Do you window. you think it was Big Bird? <gasps> oh, my God. Possible. Big Bird. <laughs> he can't fly. You don't, don't know, know what he does. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know his life on Sesame Street. <laughs> um, and so he figured... We met him. Okay. <laughs> we did. <laughs> okay, he had to think about it. She's like, what? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> um, I, first of all, I just like that he kind of wrote some mundane things in the letter, like letting him know... You know, obviously he probably told him about Dudley's diet beforehand and all that stuff. Yes, Katie. He's like cushioning the real thing he mm-hmm. wants to get to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean Which is trying how to, I write yeah. stuff. He's <laughs> trying to play it off like it, it was nothing, but I want to tell you about it. Like, yeah, I don't want to worry you, but I want to have a conversation about it. Yeah. I picture Dudley like smuggling food, like the Niffler smuggles yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just like, stop, 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 stop. Um, so he figured he didn't need to put the dream into the letter. He didn't want to worry serious and put the letter to the side to wait for Hedwig um, to get back. And then without glancing at his reflection, he went down to breakfast. And I like got that straight from the book without glancing at his reflection. Cause I was like, that's odd. Like mm-hmm. that she put that in there. Like I, when I read them, I'm like, huh? Like, why did you put that in there? Were you afraid to look at yourself? Don't care. Was oh, he yeah. afraid to like, what if his scar was like beet red or something brightly colored like the bird? Yeah. Maybe. I didn't think, I've never thought about it that way, but maybe. Maybe. Dear Joe. Anybody got, Lightning bolt questions? Hmm. I'm currently Googling large birds. Large birds. Toucan or macaw? Yeah. Macaw. Macaw! Both. Ostrich. I'll go with both just because I really want to see a toucan on Privet Drive. (laughs) I want to see a toucan carry a letter. Do you think the toucan's name is Sam? Yes. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All of them are. Didn't you know that? It's real life. This is Sam. And this is Sam. And this is Sam. <laughs> and this is Sam. <laughs> That's just like uh, George Foreman's all his kids yeah. named George. <laughs> including I can his daughter. Too can. Can you? Uh, what else, yeah. guys? Macaw's name be Marty the Macaw. <laughs> Maddie the Macaw. <laughs> Mickey the Macaw. Marsupial Macaw. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This Where Jeff- do you guys think he is? Do you think it's Brazil? I think it's Brazil. Yeah, I'm going like to go with that. that. Sure. I think he's in the South Pole. Partying with them Rio birds. <laughs> yeah. 
I just picture the movie Rio and I'm like dancing in the Maybe rainforest. Maybe he's in Aruba. I think he's even or Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda. Didn't we just sing this like a couple episodes ago? I think so. I think so. I don't what know. if he's in Key Largo or Montego? Baby, why don't we go? What about Kokomo? <laughs> or like, where are those like we'll um, remote islands? Like, we'll um, what's slow. the one with like two names with a B? Like, Bermuda. No, not Bermuda. Um, two two names. <laughs> like, where did Bora Bora is what I'm thinking of? <laughs> of the mahi, because I'm not hungry enough for the mahi. mahi. Can I just have one mahi? <laughs> oh, oh my god! All right, what else do we got here? That's not about birds. Do we... Y'all don't think Harry's a seer. You don't think he saw a vision. Or a seer of some capacity. Yeah. I don't think Harry is a seer. He's a seeker of truth. Oh, my God. (laughs) Seeker of truth. Isn't that what uh, Mary Lou Barebones was? Ooh. Yeah. We ain't them kind. Mm -mm. Katie. Uh... Go ahead, Kate. Sorry. I like the idea of if he did have... Because it doesn't make sense that it's like... A straight Voldemort vision, mm-hmm. like in book five. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea that maybe he has that seer power because of Voldemort. I don't mm-hmm. know if Voldemort has those kind of powers, but I think that it, if that's the case, it would go away. Voldemort's later definitely on. a Legilimens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I like the theory. Maybe it's like a, I don't know, an evolutionary kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. he needed that skill. And so he has that skill. <laughs> to survive. I mean, do you yeah. think that he continues to have that skill after Voldemort dies? I'm going to say no. Uh, I would agree with Tiffany. I'm going to agree. See, that's why I think it's just a Voldemort connection. I mean, it's <laughs> fine, but I don't think I don't think he needs it anymore. I don't I yeah. don't think that like um I think it happens in the time of need. There's so many. Things I know. I want to say. <laughs> you can't. I can't say them. Um, what do you think Dumbledore does on break? Do you think he goes to Bora Bora? I think he reads a lot. I think he visits um, Flamel when he was alive. Oh, he's I, dead now. Isn't I he? think that he probably um, goes to <clears throat> Godric's Hollow. And why? I don't think he would go to to visit Godric. Ariana's grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if he could bring himself to do that. Oh, I think he does. I think think his regret over it makes him mourn her a lot. I think he would go back like once a year. I I agree that I think he mourns her a lot, especially he's got a lot of regret. Um, I just don't think we got real deep, real fast. Um, I just don't think that. Like, I think it would be too overwhelming. I don't know. I don't know. It's just me. <clears throat> I feel like I know my boy pretty well, and I think he would go back at least once a year to um, never not forget. You know, he won't let himself forget. Look at how he squiggles around Harry's head on this book cover. Yeah, that artist is a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. I think I think Dumbledore might have been doing those kind of relaxing things up until maybe this summer, because now mm-hmm. that all this stuff is in motion, I mean, I think he has an inkling about the Horcruxes from a long time ago, so. Mm. That's I think he's his. starting, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. summertime, I mean, during the year he does, you know, in six, we know he's out looking for horcruxes. Right. But, like, during the summers when he has the most time, he's not running a school as well. Yeah, he's probably also preparing for the tournament. Yes, yes. What tournament? I don't know. Any more? 
don't think so. Fan story time? Fan story time. Do it. All right, so this week we have a fan story from Andrea Riker. She says, hey, ladies, just wanted to share my story. I was student teaching in college around 1999, and there was this one very smart boy who was always reading Harry Potter while I was teaching. Mm-hmm. Ugh, the nerve. <laughs> I guess I wasn't as enthralling as I thought. I remember <laughs> one day being so fed up with it that I literally yelled, no more Harry Potter. <gasps> Later on, I, I know. <laughs> Later on, I had watched the first movie, thought it was okay, but of course, I still quote unquote hated it. After or about seven years ago, I, I had an hour and a half commute to work, and someone had recommended the books on CD. So I listened and loved it. This was the best way to be introduced, well, reintroduced to Harry Potter. I knew my son would love it also, so when he was around eight years old, we listened to the books on CD. He loves it also, and we have watched the movie several times. I'm a Gryffindor, and he's a Slytherin. Whoop. But he hasn't taken the Pottermore test yet. He loves listening to your podcast with me, and we love you all, but Sarah is our favorite. Whoa! (laughs) He has awesome theories also. Like in Chamber of Secrets, the reason Ron couldn't turn his rat slash Peter into a glass was because he he isn't a real rat. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for doing this, ladies. I'm going to go on Patreon because I can't get enough. (gasps) Andrea and Wesley Riker. Thank you. First of all, I just have to say thank you. Um, then I'm your favorite because yeah. I am the best. <laughs> Thanks for boosting her ego even more. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we have that conversation that that's why you couldn't turn it into? Don't remember. But that's I a good point. I don't think we did. That's a really good point. I don't point. think we did either. I appreciate that and I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mind's a little blown. Kaboom. Awesome. You're the bomb.com. You and your son. Holla. Yeah. I'm glad you finally got into Harry, and now you understand why that kid couldn't put it down in your class. Correct. And uh, I'm glad that you're sharing it with your son. That's super cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to share with I like, so, speaking of that, when I'm, like, reading at Tiffany's house, I'm like, because I read to her when I'm babysitting um, Alana, like, I'll read books to her, but I'll also, like, want to read Harry Potter. I'm like, I'm not, I can't be the first person to read anything Harry Potter to her child. Like, that would be... A horrible thing to do. That's right. Yeah. It would. No, I really <laughs> would. Now, I would snuggle your baby while you read to her and me. Because mm-hmm. she's really cute. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh my God. Like, there's times where I'm like, I just want to like read this out loud so I can like, she can hear me reading something to her. But I also want to like continue to read the book. Alana's like, no, I won't heard part her. of Goblet of Fire. <laughs> she Did she like it? it. She yeah, loves she, it. she was staring at me. And playing with her hands. She's so cute when, like, you read to her. She likes to stare at your face. Mm-hmm. And so I try to, like, look at her more so than the pages, which, you know, I struggle reading anyway. So. True. She's just so cute. All right. Social media. All right. Swish and Flick Podcast can be found on all the different social media channels. We are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook and Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Also, make sure that you join our Facebook group called Swish and Flick Podcast Group on Facebook. We have a lot of discussions and it's a really great community, so I would recommend joining it. Um, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube because Puff Pastry's on there. We need more suggestions as to what we should make those Hufflepuffs make next. We've got to make it happen. People want more. Katie? I told you I'm making apple pie. No, you already know how to do that. No, I don't. Yeah, you're a liar. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, you can also join us on Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files. Uh, which is our bi-monthly bonus episodes and a chance to be a guest on the Felix Files. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and you can choose your support level. 
Um, thank you very much to all of our current patrons. This wouldn't be possible without you. Thank you so much. Y'all are the you bomb. Are awesome. Yes. Uh, lastly, make sure that you check out our website, swishflickcast.com, mm-hmm. to check out all of the info on Swish and Flick compiled into one place, along with our <laughs> brand new Owls Caban merchandise. Yes. We just Pour ordered one out so much for Owls Caban. <laughs> to wear. <laughs> can we can we spoil something a little bit about Timmy's grandma? My, oh, <laughs> no. Oh. We might have met her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've met some Timmy's grandma. Okay. <laughs> I'll say look out for some Christmas merch and that's all I'll say. Yes. Uh, th- 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 that's all, folks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, guys, I'm really excited because I asked for, like, not ridiculous things, but, like, kind of. Can I tell them what I ordered? <laughs> yeah. So I really wanted a little Swisher... Like something in my size. And Tiffany was like, You're ridiculous. And I'm like, Why am I mom's little swisher? So I'm getting a crew neck that's a little swisher on it. <laughs> no, I can't. I got you a crew neck. Yeah, no, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get like five crew necks in the mail and be like, I don't need all of these. I things can't that wait I do. to get my stuff so I can wear it. It's going to be Christmas Day. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. We should, uh, yeah, we need to take some pictures in our merch to up. up our website with we cool do. photos. I think yeah. I also need to update my bio saying that I like actually birthed a child. <laughs> you guys, I can yeah. tell you how cute she is. She's adorbs. All right. Other projects. Projects. Uh, cool. I was hoping projects. you wouldn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes by us, Tiffany. I know. Y'all are mean. <laughs> You're mean to me. She hit me today. I did with not. The cold hard truth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we all saw crimes together last night. That's kind of going on. I bought the new Pokemon yeah. game. Uh, I got Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> Katie's very upset that and oh my she's Katie, not allowed Katie. to play that game until Christmas let's, because it's a Christmas gift. Let's ask our listeners. Poll for this <laughs> yes, episode. Yes. Katie thinks, and none of us agree with her. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> oh, you agree? I'm you, on Katie's side. You think Thank that you, she Tiffany. should get her Christmas gift early? Yeah. No. It's her Christmas gift. Doesn't you matter. On Christmas. Buy something else. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get other things, but this is also a Christmas gift. If I'm going to get other things, what's the problem with opening this early? Amen. Oh, no. You know what? I'm not going to let you have the Nintendo Switch till Christmas now. Mm. <laughs> You're mean. Wasn't that nasty cackle All I laugh? Think of, like, my mom would be like, I want everything clean for like a year and then I'll give it to you early. But like, listen, did I ever do it? Katie. I have a Pikachu on my shoulder in the game and a Pikachu following behind me in the game. (gasps) I know. (laughs) I know. I've dosed Pikachus. If you guys ever want bonus content about me talking about Pokemon, because it'd be really funny, you should have heard me yesterday when I was like, I think I can name five Pokemon. I named three. Four. (laughs) Three. She's like, is this one? I I knew Jigglypuff, Pikachu, Charmander. What's the turtle one you named? Yeah, you Squirtle. named the turtle one. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? That was I know, it. I know other ones from the thing because there's, there's Pidgey. Is that what it's called? Piggy. Yeah, but call yeah Piggy? she called it Piggy. Called Piggy. <laughs> um, Bulbasaur, right? Kind of. Bulbasaur. 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 It's like, you, like, you took that back to like 2000 with a Z. Yeah. All right. What else? What what are you all doing? Same old, same old? Petrus's. What you doing, same girls? Same old, same old. 
go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Main Street Nine and Three Quarters. By the time this episode is out, we will have at least a trailer released of our <laughs> trip, and I will currently be working on episode one. Okay. So one, we aka also- our day in Iceland. Sounds icy. Uh, We also have a Disney podcast called Grown Up Kids, and we're doing a review from the beginning all the way up to now of all the movies. What what movie are you on? uh, Old Yeller. uh, Old Yeller. Ooh, no. Hard no. Did you guys already watch Darby (laughs) O'Gill and the Little People? We We just just watched watched it it. today. It's cute. But we haven't podcasted about it yet. Yeah, I like that movie, but I'm also like, you know. Irish. Irish. (laughs) <laughs> it was cute i liked it yeah go check us out if you're a disney fan <sighs> okay guys i'm doing nothing with my life as of right now i'm planning the swish and flick christmas party that's true that's a lot so, <sighs> i'm hopefully it's super excited for our swish and flick Me christmas too. party i just hope that i don't disappoint people i'm gonna wear my no wedding way. dress sarah <laughs> i'm gonna help you decorate and plan stuff yeah, she's Whether you want me to or not, I'm helping. Um, I just hope, like, everyone's always like, oh, I've heard about Sarah's feasts. So we'll see. I'm trying to make, I will say, I'm going to try to make roasted garlic smashed red skin potatoes. That's oh, I mean, you just weird. roast garlic. Oh, okay. man. Well, then why are you going to try it? Just do it. No, because I just hope, like, <laughs> I know that I would love this, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, I'm going to make food that I enjoy and, like, I mean, if y'all don't, I'm sorry, but I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> That's not selfish. <laughs> but, like, everybody wants mac and cheese. I'm not a huge mac and cheese fan, but I make nah. really good mac and cheese. So, like... Oh, my gosh. You want to know how many times I've heard this? It's, like, the one actual, like, I'm known for the mac and cheese and my breakfast. I've yet to have this breakfast. My mac and cheese is better. No, it's not. It is. I can't stand the both of you. <laughs> Katie uh, thinks mine's better. Yeah, but Katie's married to you, so regardless. Yeah, if but even if she wasn't it, married to me, she would still think mine's better. I'm she told over me. this. All right, <laughs> so let's, I'm done. That's all I'm doing is Christmas things, trying to figure out my life, and uh, yeah, it's almost the new year. New year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that all for the uh, greater good? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Almost very. Oh, really quick. You have until the 25th of November, which is the day that this comes out for everybody, to post <laughs> your selfie in our Facebook group of you protecting the secrets. And I'm going to pick two winners to win a poster that Katie and I got at the fan event for Fantastic Beasts. Sounds good. So go post your selfie protecting the secrets. Post your selfie for a poster. Yeah. <laughs> that will be delivered to yourself. Buy okay. a toucan. Or a macaw. <laughs> Whatever your head cannon says. Big bird. True. True. <laughs> I really want to see that. Draw it. Someone. Harry opens the window. It's Big Bird. That's countering. Here's your letter. One big long leg steps through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.